Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from April the 1st of 1989. It's the last show in the studio at Techwood hmm. Drive. So we got some change happening. Some things are going on. But with all that being said, I am sitting here with Doc. Harper hasn't joined us yet because what's new, if we really want to be honest? Uh, before I throw it to Doc real quick, let me get this out the way. Special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Weiss. Thank you for your generous support each and every month. Doc, let me welcome you in. Ask how you're doing. Um, I'm doing great, pal. How about you? I'm doing back. Great. I'm refreshed. I'm refreshed from my beach vacation. Uh, none of the army found me on the beach, so I didn't have to give them any of my modelos. Uh, you know, it's good to get away and hit the beach. So yeah, I'm I'm back back in the saddle. Um, I got I do have uh, I have one shout out, and then I have three five star reviews to read today. Uh, which would you like me to start with? Uh, we'll go to the shout out, and then let's do the five star reviews. All right, I got a special shout out today. Um, and this one, everybody's gonna have to share a little bit, because okay. uh, I just recently listened, just like all the freeloaders out there, to the uh, second part of the Dutch Mantel interview. And you know, once again, that gold that we got out of Dutch came because the army pestered that poor man until he had no choice but to come on the show so this week in the spotlight the doc spotlight of the week is going to go to the entire army i will let him share it but really the people who reached out to dutch and uh, beforehand to get him on the show and then i saw a few messages thanking him for coming on the show and that's nice too it's always nice to send somebody like a thank you note or something like you know good manners it's nice i agree so um that was a you, you did a almost decent job of interviewing him you know you get to hear about the Kanamura thing um which i thought was interesting in part two obviously one of those moments in smoky mountain that uh and, and you know i don't know if it was this second part or the first part where he kind of i think it was the second part where he admitted that uh you know horner kind of struggled out there <laughs> and then i think dutch was kind of humble when he goes well the best part about the interview was me trying to save him 
<laughs> I was like, man, I, that's what I say after every show we do. Harper and I are like, man, the best part was when we tried to say Mike. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the entire army gets that. I hope everybody enjoyed our uh, exclusive conversation with Dutch. You heard him say he doesn't do many podcasts, and he's certainly not done one about Smoky Mountain. So uh, once again, we win. Yeah, Let's be great. What a moment. Let's be great. Okay, you got some five stars. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had a good oh, we're, we're real, wait, hey, real, real quick. One thing I wanted to say. So everybody who thanked Dutch, thank you. If you haven't thanked him yet on Twitter, please go thank him because trust me, it D- helped. Dutch comes from a different generation. He's a southern gentleman. And you know what? People appreciate being thanked in this world still. That's true. All right. Uh, did you take your sip of Modelo or whatever you're drinking? I just had another White sip Claw? of Modelo, but yeah. Okay. Um, this one is some somebody called the Pacho King. That's Armando. Oh, no. Yeah, my good friend. Mm-hmm. Corporate America's worst wrestling. And then it cut off and I couldn't see it. Anyway, the star is Hardbody Harper from Wildcat Sports. The general is Mike Mills, a Louisiana boy now stuck in the Dallas area. The third guy on the show is a non-gun shooting, white claw drinking, John Wayne loving superstar from Texas who loves staying in his promos, Doc Turner. This is the best wrestling podcast going today that comes out every week. Warning, the show is very unprofessional. If you get offended easy, don't listen. If you love old school professional wrestling like I do, then this is the only podcast you need to listen to. You you omitted a lot from this. So let me read the real version. He said, the star is Hard Body Hopper from Wildcat Sports and Entertainment. The general is Mike Mills, a Louisiana boy now stuck in the Dallas area. The third guy on the show is a non-gun shooting, white claw drinking, John Wayne loving, he actually called you a maggot from Texas, Mm. who loves stings in his promos, Doc Turner. Besides the spot monkey antics from the fake Texan, the two other gentlemen keep you captivated while fuckboy does his super kicks like the Young Bucks. He's talking about you. He says, I love Mike and Hopper. I put up with the Turner guy. So you kind of omitted a few things there, but that's okay. Um, That's what you do, you know. First of all, first of all, Pacho King, I'm not a fake Texan. Second of all, that's not very nice and not very classy. And I think you need to grow up. Or I will send the sheik over to humble you. I sheik. I humble no one but Doc Sisterlaw. That's who I humble. I sheik. Well, I'll get, I give sheik, her I'll get you, every I'll get single inch with, right up the poop hole. After a turn with her, you'll do anything I ask you to. Take you a trip out to California or wherever it is he lives and humble him with broken back. By the way, uh, Harper's still not on, and um, we're 11, oh, 12 minutes into this thing. What, 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 ha- what did we get this morning when I texted him? 7 o'clock. I said, hey, buddy, just want to make sure that you're going to be ready at 7 tonight. Yeah. All right. You're going to join us for the clash? Radio oh, silence. <laughs> All right, keep going. We got, we got two more six, uh, five stars. All right, we got this one in just late last week from Pro- Professor EZ. Uh, the OGs of NWA podcasting. I like the ring of that. I've been listening to these guys for years, but didn't have an Apple podcast account until now. 
BTT is a must-listen for old-school wrestling fans. Other podcasts follow their lead by reviewing the occasional NWA WCW show, but BTT does it consistently while bringing each show back to life with unmatched humor, wit, and action. Mike, Doc, and hard-body, hard-breathing Harper are the greatest faction in wrestling podcasting today. Original gangsters of the NWA. Harper, you're right over there. Yeah, stop breathing into storm? the mic. Huh? Mighty worse than Arn Anderson mic. over there. I need new headphones. Do you really? I can tell. Yeah, they like broke. I'm like holding them to my ear. Oh Jesus! That happens. People don't understand how this thing is held together. Harper, I'll 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 order them then I'll send them tonight. Whatever. He's Do you really need a new pair? Huh? Do you really need a new new headset? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll order it and send it tonight. How the hell did it break? What'd you do? Chew on it? Were you trying to screw with it? What I happened? I, I mean, one of them, it's it 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 fucking broke, and I just hold it. I've been holding <laughs> it to my ear forever. Jesus. Well, shoot, it told me. Would you do? Can you see him up some girl bass? That's exactly what he did. He had him on while he was doing some rat banging, and he took the USB was... cord while he was in the, the pink hole, and he took the USB cord and plugged it in the, the other hole as he was going to town. I thought you were going to say he was calling one of Luke's <laughs> matches while he was fucking in the yeah. USB cord like a lasso above his head and then whipping his girl in the butt with it. Mm. He's going to try that now. <laughs> he's there fucking some chick and he's like Luke you got Luke with the biggest arms in wrestling why do you keep talking about Luke <laughs> where's Silva he's, uh, he's dead no he's not um, he's on what do you mean where's he at he's not doing the show tonight oh. that, that, was, that was last week one Whatever. week buddy I am back now we've got one more five star review here this came from T.F. Bailey. This one just came in a couple of days ago. Best wrestling podcast. I like the sound of that. If you enjoy wrestling and humor, this is the perfect podcast for you. Mike, Doc, and Hardbody know how to do it right. Yeah. Bitches. Yeah, bitches. So, Harper, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. Glad to hear it. Um, yeah. Mike. Uh, since we just dialed Harper in to kind of get him sped up to speed, uh, do you want to switch gears a little bit? And before we go to, into the NWA, call it call it in the ring and play him some special audio and see see what he thinks about it. Yeah, let me let me share my screen uh, while I'm sharing. All right. It. So while I do that, uh, Harper, um, how's it going, buddy? I haven't talked to you in a while. What's, what's I know. Going on? You still been uh, you still been uh, nailing that chick you were nailing? Yeah, Doc. Doctor's office, bro. This is what you're about to see is something. So, um, real quick before I show this promo that has to be played, uh, I want a couple shout outs. Chuck Scum, Chuck Gunter, uh, Harper's buddy down in New Orleans. He's back on Patreon. Thank you, Chuck. Hall of Fame patron. Yeah. Thanks, Chuck. And Tommy Thibodeau. Thanks for signing back up as well. We've lost a lot of patrons over the last few months thanks to this pandemic. But uh, I just want to say uh, thank you to everybody hanging in there. We appreciate it. Now, with that said, Hopper, Mike, just, you need a... Mike said, well, Mike said he's going to come around and blow everybody when this thing blows over. 
Thank God. <laughs> wow. I thought you had somebody. What's this to do I it. hear, Doc? Mike? No, like... no, no. We already did the sheet before. Tommy Rich? He liked Tommy Rich? He liked to give the blowjob? <laughs> okay. Right. okay. Here we go. So, All right, Harper. This is, Harper this is pretty is wild ass. Breathing into that mic. <laughs> All right. I can't help go. it. I got a hole to my ear. All right, this this is some wild shit. I can't lie. All right, so um, I don't remember which episode of Star Wars this was on for the 605. It was either on part one or part two uh, for the baseball show they did. But my ears perked up. So first off, I really know, me and Doc don't know anything about this guy. His name is Don Juan. This promo is from NWC Slammin' TV, August 5th, 1985, taped in Las Vegas. Compliments of Roy Lucher's Wrestling Territories channel on YouTube. Uh, Hopper, just listen. You won't need any other explanation as to why I wanted to play this for you tonight. Here All it right. is. This is wild. I'm going to make money faster than these casinos do with three businesses. The first one is I'm going to open a watermelon stand for you black people. The next thing I'm going to do is open up a second-hand store for you white people. And the third thing I'm going to do is open up a target range to get rid of the homosexuals in this part of town. <laughs> Look at that old man laughing. <laughs> that broad, she's like, I'm going to fuck him. She's like, I like him. He's kind of ugly, but I'd fuck him. Yeah. I bet that guy's banned from fucking AEW. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doc, do you want to tell Hopper how, like, we also tried to research this guy? His name's Don Juan, and we can't find anything on him. Nothing. What the fuck is he wearing? He, he's like a, he uh, like the like the medieval fucking uh, court jester or something. With the sunglasses, the brown 70s sunglasses, the... He's got the blonde mullet, but it's thin hair. But he's, he's, I mean, he's not young either. Yeah. He's not old. Does he wrestle? Who cares? We couldn't, we couldn't find nothing else on him, but I tell you this much. Just his promo? I mean, no, I mean, like, he wrestled for well, this let the, NWC let it, organization. Let him bring out that, I guess it's called a girl, but he brings out a valet. Check this piece out. All right, let me replay with audio. Here it is. That's somebody holding a sign that says Don Juan is a homosexual, by the way. You know, That's nice. Here we go. I'm going to make money faster than these casinos do with three businesses. The first one is I'm going to open a watermelon stand for you black people. Jesus Christ. The next thing I'm going to do is open up a second-hand store for you white people. <laughs> and the third thing I'm going to do is open up a target range to get rid of the homosexuals in this part of town. Jesus. People like that last year. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. Anybody in town, baby. 
Scale of one to ten, what would you rate her? Uh, God, she's uh, she just looks like a typical bar whore, right? <laughs> Jesus, come on! <laughs> I guess instead of one to ten, how many beers would you have to drink before you considered that? Uh, six. That's all. Yeah, oh. I mean, look at it. she got a nice rack. How could you tell she's wearing a, a mattress sheet? Boy, you know she smells like cigarettes. <laughs> yes. If she smells like cigarettes and deodorant trying to cover up the lack of a shower. That's nice. <laughs> National wrestling. Look, I, Sabu. What? It's Sabu. Like the silver it's Sabu. nugget. It, it fucking uh, Cactus Jack. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 legit. So, what do you think of old Don Juan there, Harper? Yeah, what do you think of Don Juan, Harper? He's old. How old do we think Don Juan is there? 40. He's... Is it, mm, no. In his 40s? No, he's I think he's like 30s. 36. Oh. Yeah, he's in his 30s for sure. What kind of car do you think he drives? Fucking something that's not anywhere near as good as he's going to tell you he drives. Yeah. 1995, he's driving around like one of the most. I don't know. What did you ass. drive in 95, Mike? What did I the, have in 95? The Buick Skylark. No, the Skylark died in. <laughs> the Skylark died right before this. Oh. The Skylark died that summer, so I don't think I still had the Skylark. Actually, the Skylark, I may have still had the Skylark, and it was about to die at this point. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I think I think the Skylark died around this, like, August, September, somewhere around that time frame. That guy drives a Thunderbird. He's driving around an Oldsmobile Achiever, one of the more raggedy-ass Achievers. Uh, he's got, like, an 87 Thunderbird that had, like, the fucking digital, uh, <laughs> you know, the fucking whatever, the, the uh, speedometer. Uh. And, he's, and he brags about it to this day. How many chicks is he fucking in that car, though? Oh, I mean, in the car. Not with the car, but in the car. A million. How many guys like that did you run into on the indie scene, Mike? You know, not as many as you think. But there. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a fairly sizable guy, no? 
it's not that. It's just that the indies during that time period were Dry. full of ridiculous characters. <laughs> like, you know, just ridiculous jabronis. Do you think this guy would get along with Tommy Rich? Oh God! I bet Tommy Rich would have shook his hand. Oh yeah. He'd, prob- he'd probably he he'd probably he looks like one of those guys that still would believe Tommy Rich could go places, and he'd be <laughs> slurping his bu- Tommy Rich's butthole. Hey, they Tommy put me Rich's in a tag name. team with Tommy Rich. I'm going places. That yeah, that's what this guy seems like. And Tommy Rich sure. is thinking, say, brother, I really like that watermelon joke. Who's this guy with the watermelon joke and the gay joke? I mean, goddamn. Sexual target joke. That was funny. <laughs> well, I mean, I've never understood the watermelon thing. I love watermelon. It's such a tasty treat in the summertime. Put a little salt on it, eat some watermelon. I don't know why that has to be racist. The, wa- the, the blacks the wa- used to eat a lot of watermelon because they couldn't afford a Coke. Yeah. So they would get a slice of watermelon instead. But wouldn't the joke be on white people because the Coke will kill you and make you fat and have diabetes and the watermelon is good for you? Nobody knew that back then. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, okay, look, that was offensive enough. He just said open up a target range to kill gay Mm. people. That's the, that was the one that, like, I hate to say it, but the first two, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. When he did the gay joke, I was like, oh, my God, come on, bro. He's killing a bunch of damn queers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the NWC, so popular we've never heard of it. The N- did you Google I, it? I didn't Google no, it. I Google Google him. Google. I tried to find out more information about him. They probably had a GeoCities website. Yeah, all the Indians back then had GeoCities. What's that? <laughs> this raggedy ass free website. Here comes Barbara again. Yeah, Look at her. She just put out that cigarette with her bare foot in the back and then headed yeah. to the curtain. Barbara Blade. Well, they're <laughs> calling my name. Gotta go out there. Hold this. <laughs> I'll be back before it's done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Okay. Uh, Barbara, you, how, many, how many smokers have you dated? Uh, Is that a deal breaker for you? No. Recently? Well, nobody smokes anymore. Yeah. See, she's got a nice rack. He put his sunglasses there and said he's going to be doing more important business later there. By the way. I cut that out. She... She's something else. She's rough. Like, I wouldn't have been shocked if we're in that s- screenshot right there, Adam's apple popped out. That's oh, nice. Come on. What? Grow up. All right. Are we done with Barbara? No Barbara. pun intended. Why don't you get him on the show? i wouldn't trust that it was that guy if he even reached out to me i'd be like you're just trying to play me i'm not that's probably fake stan lane just get get barbara (laughs) on a show if you can't get missy right get barbara on instead of missy i mean she'll be trying to get a date with harper not the other way around Uh, god imagine what she looks like now 25 minutes later (laughs) he's right though yeah, I mean, this is 25 years ago. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not that long ago, though, man. It's a quarter yeah. of a century ago, dude. Yeah, but you know, she was living a fucking a wild, rough life. And you know how wrestlers live. Cruise around in her Pontiac Fiero. <laughs> Smoking and listening to Rat 95. And, and fucking hauling oats. What do you make a noise? Are you having a seizure? I was trying to do hollow notes. Well, maybe we should head to the very last, for the very last time, to the studio at Techwood. I, I was going to ask, are we are we ready to get to Saturday night? I am, because I'm sad. You're sad. Hold on, this let me get it, the video man. going. This is it. This kind of sucks, huh? End of an era. Yep. Keep going. End up. of an era. Well, it was on April 1st. I would have thought they were lying to me in 1989. Yeah. I would have been trying to sniff out the joke. Here it is. April the 1st, 1989, Saturday night on TBS. Um, we they showed it, The show opens. They start us. We see a replay of Steamboat defeating Flair for the NWA world title. And then we head to the studio where Michael Hayes continues to wear me out on his commentary. And that is when... Was he out last week? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Silva did not like him either. He was like... He talks too much. He was like, this boogaloo asshole. He was Come so... on. Silva was going off on him. Was he not, Hopper? Yeah. He might want to show a little respect. Uh, he wears me out. But anyway... Um, oh, he's Ross... dressed normal. I guess you How, call that, that normal. normal? <laughs> he was dressed like Evil Knievel last week. Well, how would oh, you this... explain? <laughs> Go ahead, talk. How would you explain how he's dressed today? He just got a white jacket on, unzipped to the very bottom that it could be, mm, showing off that that thick chest hair, that wool carpet. Mm. Yum. You see him back in the day. Come here, baby. Put your head on his chest right here. Feel that manly hair? Jesus Christ. How many girls named Barbara did he nail? Hopper, what do you think? Okay, a hundred. At least. Yeah. God, that's on the low end, man. I'd have went 350 at least. I mean, you got to realize, man, these guys had a different one in every town. Yep. A different Seven town days a night. week. Twice on Sunday. And it doesn't I mean, mean that it was only one girl. Right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that the stories with Flair and them at the Marriott, they got 20 of them up there, and it's four horsemen. That's five per horseman. I mean, they're, they're, they're stabbing one and stabbing the other like... Stabbing. Come on. Grow um, up. Grow up. But, like I said, Jim Ross, before we go to the first match, tells us this is the last broadcast from the hallowed halls of TBS Studio, which really does suck. April the 1st air, 1989, the last airing. What are we going to do now? We're going to keep going. Next week, they move to center stage. Now, again, center stage has a different feel, so let's oh. uh, keep it open mind. Now, we go to the first match. We get Shane Douglas defeats the Raider. JR finally promotes the Clash of the Champions that um, is going to air on the very next day, April the 2nd, 1989, with a rematch of Flair versus Steamboat from New Orleans. Two out of three falls. So, hey, we're going to review that. It's going to be on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. 
Plus, all the other clashes are there and pay-per-views we've done are there as well. Doc, any thoughts on Douglas versus the Raider? Has anybody got more mileage out of their alleged shoot job than Shane Douglas being a teacher? I'm not following. They mention it all the time. It's like, I was a teacher. He was a teacher. He's got a teaching certificate. Oh, I got you. Yeah, they, they, they do mention that a lot. Yeah. Okay, so I got a question. Okay. They mentioned you said that he finally pimps the clash. Well, the clash is at two thirty on a Sunday. Is that a weird time? Yeah, it's a weird fucking time. Well, w- w- not only that, we're gonna talk about. You weren't here last week. They haven't pr- been promoting this clash at all, and we fussed about that last week. And we're gonna talk. That's about gonna show the by the gates, right? No shit, Sherlock. We talked about that briefly last week too, but we're gonna talk a lot about that when we record the clash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 60,000 person dome, 5,000 people in attendance. What about 4,000 giveaways? There you go. Okay. Harper, any thoughts on Douglas and the Raider? No. He looks good. Shane? Yeah. He's very young. Get ready. The dynamic um, (laughs) dudes are coming. (laughs) I can't wait for Harper to see the video that him and Johnny Ace cut. Like the intro video, the video package they show for them. Like a vignettes? Yeah, basically, it's like a music video for him. I'm gonna oh, say something. That, I'm gonna say something that a lot of people won't like to hear. Probably right. you too, Mike. Raven was my fa- favorite character in ECW, but in my opinion, Shane Douglas was the star. That franchise character was awesome. Oh no, I agree with that. I mean, Shane's a bit of an asshole, but that doesn't oh, mean I can't oh, recognize oh. the fact that he's. Y'all not made up yet? Uh, we kind of did at X-Rated, now that I think about it, last year. He's all right. That character was really, really good in ECW, though. Very good. I agree. Okay. Is that, the so old that, is that the old assassin mask he's wearing? It's basically the same thing. I don't yeah. know what that is. That is it, but that's, that, that's it. Um, So we go to the next match. Bob Horton Jr., Versus Dwayne Bruce. Um, they're, they've got Bob Orton in here now because, well, Bob's going to be on the Clash. And he's going to be supposedly wrestling Murdoch tomorrow. So they're finally, as Harper and Silva and I talked last week, they're finally mentioning matches that are going to mm. be on at the Clash. They hadn't done that what yet. A, so What a concept. Yeah, no. Again, they're finally mentioning it. They They've had weeks to do so, but they haven't done it. So that was the main because, note. Do you think it's because the TV company and Herd thought that the only ma- only quantity that they had was uh, Flair, and so they only needed to talk about Flair and Steamboat? No. Um, we talked last week. It's because George Scott was an idiot, and he ended okay. up getting fired because of this. But you and I, we'll talk more about that during the class. That's too. fair. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, that, I mean, that's I'm not a, ready. No, no, I no. Watched it. I'm that's exactly what happened, though. That's okay. yeah, that's that's what happened. So Okay, I got a uh, question. Yeah. Who's a better wrestler? Who? Bob Orton or Randy Orton? I mean, Bob Orton looks fucking great here. Look at seven minutes and 50 seconds. I'm not a Randy Orton fan, so I'm the wrong person to ask that question to, Doc. 750 looks a little stiff. Well, it's coming. We're at 742. I'll just sit and wait for it. 
It's coming. That? Yeah. When he drops him on his head. <laughs> on his head. You don't have to say it so casually. Uh, you mean when he dumps him on his fucking head? <laughs> hey, uh, anybody want to guess how old Bob Orton is here? Uh, 42. Okay. Mike? Mm, give me, this is 1989. Give me 44. Mm, hard living in the USA. 38. <laughs> well, I, it's not fair. Maybe it's just because he always looked old because we were young. But uh, to Hopper's point, he looks good, doesn't he, Hopper? I mean, he's, yeah. he's in decent shape. I mean, he, he I looks got, good. I got no problem with what's going on here. With no. Him. I, no, I don't. I actually think, um, you know, Doc, like you said, you haven't seen a lot of this. Orton, actually, I think, does some good stuff in 89. Like, I think he's a respectable heel. I I I have no problem with what they do with him in '89. He's not like gonna be the like big star or anything, but I think Orton in '89 is 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 fine. He's placed well. So yeah, all right. Any other thoughts, Doc, on this match? No, not really. Uh, Hopper, you? Uh. Uh-uh. Do y'all have any notes from the promo that they play after the match? I don't have any. That's why I'm asking before I decide whether we play it or not. They just don't call him Junior anymore, motherfucker. I didn't have any specific notes other than it was short and effective and all it needed to be and nothing more. I have something similar. Basically, they're trying to talk the people into the building for the match tomorrow with Murdoch. Which yeah, is what it should be. 24 hours before the shit starts. <laughs> right. It should have happened before. Man, I totally agree. that's like saying you got drunk the night before the test and started cramming for the exam. It's a yeah. little bit you know, late for that now. Hopper's got a point. This is airing at 6.05, and that shit's tomorrow at 2.30. <laughs> it's not even 24 hours later. But, but, you know, they didn't put ads out in the paper. They didn't do anything. Dude. George Scott did not promote it at all. It was pitiful. Pitiful. But the match was good, and we'll talk about that when we get to it. All right, so we keep moving, and we go to... Let me advance a little bit here. We go to Sullivan and Spivey versus Eddie Gilbert and Rick Steiner for the U.S. Tag Team titles. Now... I say for the U.S. Tag Team titles, but I didn't mm. hear if the titles were on the line. So they dropped the ball here. And the reason I say that is because let me go through my notes and I'm going to get Doc's thoughts. Uh, remember, Steiner and Gilbert are the champs. So, you know, they would seem to be a defending. Oh, let me go back a second. Missy is out there with a white leather outfit, Hopper. What, did yeah, you have no. anything? What would you think there? I just want to marry her. Really? Marry her? Yeah. I'm trying to get to it when they walk out because... All the way live is. Oh, look at her right there. Is appropriate. Here it comes. Look, I had to. But she had, had to, to she had to be the hottest chick in wrestling at this time. Didn't we vote her that one time? Yeah. Actually, I said Sunny because I mean Sunny's Sunny, dude. Yeah, but in 1989, there's, there's yeah, no that's what I'm saying. Fuck look at her. There. Look oh, at yeah. her. Yeah, Missy's Missy's number one in '89. Yeah. White leather. Oh my lord, Harper. Mm. Hopper, Hopper was Hopper was probably in his room when this came on and was cranking at this moment. Oh, no doubt. I was probably cranking one off. 
God. I was like, I wish you had the, that, that fucking pause live TV back then. Oh, oh. God. You think, you think our generation was bad without it? Imagine if you had the, the pause live TV. Holy mm. crap. <laughs> All right. So Missy's out there with the light white leather. Um, I'll tell you what. Spivey's promos are terrible, but his power moves in this match, they were fun to watch. He hit Steiner with a, a side slam, and he hit a big yeah. clothesline, clothesline at one point. It really looked good. He was laying it in. Um, you know, Spivey softened up Steiner, and then Sullivan comes in and does his thing. Steiner eventually makes the tag, hot tag to Gilbert. I thought the crowd was really into this. Gilbert hits Sullivan with the hot shot. Uh, but Spivey comes in and there's no pin. Not long after that, Sullivan kicks out of a schoolboy. And as Gilbert is trying to talk to Missy on the outside, Sullivan knees Gilbert in the back. And Gilbert flies into the post and then Sullivan pins Gilbert. But like I said, they never clarified if the belts were on the line. I assume they're not because the belts really didn't change hand. Gilbert and Siner are still the champs. Very, very confusion. They should have taken care of things at the front end, but they never really said. At least I didn't catch it. Did I miss it, Doc? No. Um, airtight, brother. Airtight. It was a good match, though. I mean, it just... Oh, it... yeah. My note was, even with Spivey involved, this is a big TV match. Yeah. This was a little treat. Missy cost her team, didn't she? Yeah, because she was distracting Eddie, who was thinking about up, up, down, down later, and... Mm, yeah. A, B, A, B, select, select. <laughs> um... <laughs> Trying to get the thirty man code on it. That's right. <laughs> Contra code. Contra Contra's Nicaraguan for Poontang. Mm. All right, show me seventeen thirty-five. Hopper's over. <laughs> the fists are flying here. Orgasm. All right, let's see. We're not see. even gonna mess around. Here it comes. These two get after it. Yeah, Eddie, punches. Eddie's 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 Eddie firing up. Yeah, Sullivan's selling it. Yep, and you know Sullivan doesn't sell for just anybody. Yeah. So, um, here's the other thing. Uh, I do have a note asking if Hayes, Michael Hayes, was coked up here because he's talking way too much. No, he's not. He's just horrible on on commentary. But what about fourteen thirty eight? He's got something to say there. Okay, let me go back to it. You're giving me these timestamps out of sequence, Doc. I know. All right, so we're 1436. Here it is. You know, I got a lot of broads, Jim Ross, but I don't bring them to work with me. Ladies, Michael. Ladies. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got a lot of broads, but I don't bring them to work. Me neither. That's some good advice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to have a work rat if you bring your broad to work? How's it broad that, that collects rocks? Uh, <laughs> I'm staying all, out of this. <laughs> uh, we're all working from home now. Who knows? Oh. Damn, y'all still working from home? I, I don't know what I should say next. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the next thing I say is either going to get me in trouble or get Mike mad at me for saying stuff that I'm not allowed to talk about on the air. Well, hey, bro, you 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 bury yourself if you want. I'm staying out of it. 
Yeah, we're still working from home, Harper. Okay. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> airtight, airtight though on this man, where the title's up. Why is there non-title on TV? That's bullshit. Yeah. So Any the match thought? was good. The, fin- the finish was weird, and the booking of the finish was obviously strange as well. I mean, it, the the finish, like the finish being Jesus. <laughs> I am ordering that as soon as I get off this this call. Oh, God. He sounds like, what's his name? DJ Master J from Run DMC over there. Scratching the record. Um, So here's why I don't mind the finish. They basically were trying to build up to the next night, next day with the Clash, when they were going to wrestle each other. So like, but they, they didn't couldn't tell really... us what they were doing. Oh, I agree, but they didn't. What a, My point is, there's no way they were going to have a clean finish here with what supposedly was coming the next day. I understand. Gotcha. All right. Poor Eddie is distracted. Look at Eddie. He's just... I mean, how, how could he not be distracted? And hey, as Missy told us on Twitter, they were divorced by the end of the year. Somebody should have stepped in and filled the gap, if you know what I mean. We're bridging the gap. I don't think Doc knows what that means. <laughs> it's an old commercial from New Orleans. Okay. And, uh, I love how they said this promo is supposed to be right afterwards. And you can see Eddie Gilbert's wearing white tights. <laughs> <laughs> and they got the fake fucking crowd noise. <laughs> and that's not the same fucking uh, uh, picture that they normally have. Look how colorful that fucking picture is. That's somewhat something behind it. I don't know, bro. First I, I thought well, maybe he's wearing a towel. Then it was like, nah, he's just wearing white tights. He's just, just from something else. Hey, uh, Mike, uh, Anthony Davis just limped to the back. Great. I hope I you're thought, not joking. No, I'm not. I thought you needed me up. You've been acting a little it. tired this show. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, Hopper, if you remember, that's just a plastic thing that the World Championship logo is on. So I think that's just lights reflecting off of it because of the uh, angle and the studio is not full so but everything pretty... else he pointed out was right on that's a problem oh yeah gilbert's got pants on and not not whatever he should have had on it, it's yeah it, it was very um yeah it wasn't it wasn't good <laughs> let's be real it wasn't it's good. a television company that's a television company hey right Come there on. hey right there we're going to the danger zone harper does jack victory there Look like Dennis Leary? I guess, yeah. I guess okay. I can see that. Yeah, I actually can see that too, Doc. Okay. All right, so any other thoughts on Steiner and Gilbert? No. Let's go to the danger zone with Gary Hart and the great Muda. Here we go. It's present day on my show. First of all... Today, being that I'm such a generous, magnanimous host on the Danger Zone, I got Randy Rose some aspirin for his AT&T hangover. Ask my buddy Secret Service Jack Victory. Here you go, my man. Go take some pictures with Wade Boggs and hang out with Pete Rose a little bit. And as for you, 
the American public, my present to you, the sexiest manager in professional wrestling, Gary Hart, the richest manager ever from the Orient, Mr. Hiro Matsuda, and the next great legend in professional wrestling, the great Muta. And you know, Gary, I've known you for a very, very, very long time, and this is the most impressive athlete I have ever, ever seen you bring into the United States. Just the last past week, Pauline, we've been throughout the United States to some of the big arenas. And as you have watched yourself, he is becoming quickly the sensation of the National Wrestling Alliance. Never before in the history of wrestling will a young man climb to the top as quickly as this young man here. You know in America you send your kids to preschool. Yes. He went to the dojo. The dojo means the gym, the training center. He trained in all forms of the martial arts and in basic catches catch. You see that? Yeah, that's the thing, Gary. You know, I myself, I have studied tapes from around the world. I've studied tapes from Singapore. I've studied tapes from Japan. I've studied tapes from Hong Kong. I've studied tapes from France. And every single solitary wrestling style this man has incorporated into his own. He's a master of all the styles, but he kind of reminds me of one guy in particular, and that's why I kind of find it strange that he's with you. Well, let me suggest this to you, that I am going to say something and give you a scoop right here on national TV. The reason he reminds you so much of the great Kabuki... That's the one! ...is because he is the son of the great Kabuki. Makes sense now, doesn't it? This is the son of the great Kabuki. This man comes from the same genes as the greatest wrestler ever from Japan. But I'll be honest with you, Gary. You know why that doesn't impress me all that much? Because he is greater than Kabuki ever was. Oh, he is faster, he is quicker, he is more agile, and I'll be very honest with you, Gary, and no disrespect towards you, Mr. Matsuda, I think that this man is without question, next to a Nissan 300ZX Turbo, the greatest product to ever come out of the Orient, ever. You know what proves your point so clear? None of you Gaijin Americans have the guts to get in the ring with him. So all you Gaijins, come and try him. You're a handsome devil. That's all they deserve. What Thanks for coming on the you Danger Zone. You know what Gaijin is, don't Of you? course I do. I'm a smart guy. See you next week. All right, Doc, any thoughts on the Danger Zone? I thought that was the best one so far. Yes, definitely. And it, it, actually, it actually had the semblance of a decent segment i really do like the angle that muda is kabuki son because gary hart had kabuki yes that's true which by the way he's not for anybody out there wondering but I, what does that got to what's that got to do with a damn thing lance von eric was it a von eric yeah don't tell lance that no i'm kidding lance knows that <laughs> which one <laughs> um yeah, I thought this was the best danger zone yet. That and really so was. I I thought he I thought it was good. I enjoyed this. I don't think Matsuda needs to hang out anymore, Dude, but I'm sure he'll be really moving out of the way here in a minute anyway. <laughs> I wish I had his job, right? You get paid to stay in there. Be like a little Japanese statue. I thought that was going to be worse than what it was. That got started. close. We're, we're gonna need you to watch that. 
You look at canceled, Harper. Oh no. What? Oh god. Can you imagine if somebody tried to cancel Harper? They can cancel me. Good. <laughs> Everybody loves you, Harper. Nobody's trying to cancel you. Oh. Anything said on this show is strictly entertainment. There's our blanket statement. Now we can say whatever we want. No, no, I mean no. you can't. You can't say whatever you want, but it's like, God, it's a freaking wrestling show about wrestling. It's thirty years old. Like you have people that get upset about that, though, huh? I do, and it's crazy. I'm like, we ain't building a rocket here. We're we're this ain't quantum physics. This is this is southern wrestling, which was some of the most offensive stuff on the planet. If you're gonna be honest. Like, how do you talk? Like, that's the thing. You're talking about stuff that was offensive. Bruh, I, and I, when we get Cornette back on the show, and he'll come on sometime soon, um, I got to tell him the one, there's one way where our podcast beats his podcast up and down the street. How's that? My podcast doesn't require me to watch new wrestling. I avoid that shit. Yeah, Boy. fuck that. He's booked himself into a shoot with that shit. Yeah. You heard what I told Blassie, though, didn't you, Doc? I don't know. Did you listen to the bonus show? Uh, I don't know. What's he doing? What was that? I just, I just like, look, man, Corny's been really great to us. No ifs, ands, or buts. At the same time, I can't, wa- I can't hate watch stuff. Like, it's not oh, I can't either. I can listen to him hate on it yeah. sometimes. Because it's kind of funny when he blows a gasket. But, I mean, I don't love this show enough to subject myself to watching that much wrestling. That's new. No. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, All right. we got to watch 85 through 88 NWA. I'll take that. Amen. 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 Ah. After the Danger Zone, which, again, was the best uh, one so far, Harper, you said you agreed. Did you want to add anything? Yeah, I mean, that fuck, that was the best one yet. Better when it sting on there, just fucking making noises. <laughs> and, and and fucking Junkyard Dog just... I tune about. You know who he really needs on there? Sheik. Ron Simmons just spiked Bucky Siegler like a football on his head on that pile driver. Yeah. That's the next match. This match went way too long, man. Watch watch this again. Oh, that guy doesn't know how to take a pile driver. That's a problem. Oh, my God. He messed up. That guy he's don't know how to take a ball driver. He's hurt. That guy's hurt. Watch him. He's legit hurt. Oh my he god. Now watch him. He's hurt. Oh god. He, he doesn't put his, put his hands down. He doesn't put his hand his hand should be on Ron Simmons' he's hurt. thighs. Right. He's hot. Now he's gonna stretch it. He near broke his neck. Now he's going for the legs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, as you can tell, Ron Simmons defeats this poor sap. Doc, any thoughts? 
He defeated that poor sap. He spiked Paltrow. He spiked him on his head like a football. I'm surprised Woo! his head didn't split open like a grape. Um, Doc, so after this match, did you have any thoughts on the Steamboat promo? On the what? Steamboat promo after this match. No, not none whatsoever. Yeah, same, same old, you know. I do want to say this about him. He was all right building up the match with him and Flair tomorrow, saying he needs the match. He, as a fighting champion, it's very noble. He wants to prove it wasn't a fluke. And... That's that, which I thought was really good because you're the face. You don't want to hear this. Oh, it was a fluke. You want to show, look, no, I'm going to give him a rematch, but it wasn't a fluke. I beat him fair and square. So I thought that was fine. Um, Good stuff leading into tomorrow night. The Row Warriors defeat John Brewer and Snake Brown up next. They beat down these saps quickly. This Brewer (laughs) guy. He screwed up the finish, and Animal is such a strong beast. Oh, that yeah, he, man. He yeah, strong enough to muscle him over. Um, Trying to get to it on the video. Um, Doc, thoughts? I. It looked tenuous there for a second, trying to hit that finish. Like, How would you like to be upside down on the turnbuckle and have that shit happen? He's lucky. Animal is just strong enough to muscle him. I mean, watch. Here it goes. Animals got him, and Jeez. God, he, he almost fell. Him. Yeah, animal, dude. You know how strong you got to be to catch that guy right there. Because he didn't catch. He grabbed him by his arm, basically. Animal truly showed how strong he was. <laughs> I love when Harper laughs at the botches because, like, watch it. The guy like almost falls. It's great. We're surprised. I'm surprised we haven't seen somebody actually get murdered on the show. Look, here goes. Here goes. He goes, he goes right there. Wait, let, let me. <laughs> what? I love, watch, watch Hawk. Just walk away. No, no. When, when, when. Did you mute yourself? Right Harper? at the end. Oh, yeah, because Hawk's, Hawk's trying to put him in place. He's like, man, fuck you, bro. He's like, here. <laughs> Take what you get. Yeah, the guy's trying to hold on to Hawk as Hawk is trying to pass him off to Animal, and Hawk is like, "Dude, get off of me!" And then, and Hawk then, uh, and then Hawk comes over and cuts a vicious promo. Oh yeah, we're gonna listen to that. What, what, what did you say, Hopper? And then, and as Hawk fucking looking back at him like, "You asshole!" It's like, "Get the fuck off me!" <laughs> Animal is strong to catch that dude. That's dead weight falling. Bruh. So many wrestling great back then. The strength of these guys. All right. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts before we go to a Hawks promo? I guess he went and got a beer. Let's go to Hawk and Animal, the Real Warriors. World Tag Team Champions less than 24 hours away in the Superdome against Rotunda and the Doctor for the belt. Well, I'm sure a lot of bad things were said behind our backs while we were beating up half of Japan. And then we took a vacation. We went to Hawaii. And I was so proud an animal myself because we only got in six fights between the two of us while we're on vacation. 
April 2nd, the Superdome in New Orleans, the Road Warriors against the Varsity Club. The belts are on the line, and we never lose, and we certainly won't lose to the likes of you. The Road Warriors have a little bit of fire right under the seat of their pants. We're Oh, it locked up. What the fuck? And we will walk out with the belts because we are the best. We snack at danger. We dine on death. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Death, Mac Rotunda, the showdown with the Road Warriors tomorrow here in the Superstation. We'll see the Samoan SWAT team. Hawk was about that life right there, Doc. What'd you think? And it's not like he was saying any super duper pop worthy lines but he had such a believability and an intensity there that just it it was jumping through the screen and, and for that it's like man you said it these guys this is no joke you mean it's business they got they went to japan they whooped some tail not a here oh yeah they, they stopped off it. to kick some ass on the way home Mm-hmm. they're they're ready for dr death and rotunda man and you better believe they're keeping the belts. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Stay tuned. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we got to see what happens, man. We should buy a ticket. We, we should. should. Well, no, we, they're free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why buy a ticket? <laughs> you, well, well, what Silva said last week, Doc, was he was like, man, I went to I went to Ticketmaster and got my tickets. He's like, fuck, if I'd have known they gave out 4,000 tickets, I wouldn't have bought no damn tickets. <laughs> Where did they give them out at? I don't know, but they papered the town according to every news publication you read at the time. Like, they basically sold a 1,000 tickets. I got it in my notes. I got the exact amount. They basically sold a 1,000 and gave away, like, almost four. That's fucking pitiful. Yeah. Once again, everybody, probably- I... I they probably gave them away like car dealerships and like at the mall or, or something. They should have given them away to rats and made them the rats blow them before they got a ticket. Why you see, Mike? You know what's funny about the them giving them away? So let's say here's something I just thought about. So let's say like almost four thousand people showed up with that were giveaway tickets, right? Well, what if they actually gave out like 10,000 and only 4,000 showed up. Damn. That would think be about WCW, that. That would be a WCW thing to do. Well, no, but my point is, you know everybody they gave a ticket to didn't go. So, like, they gave out more than what showed up is what I'm saying. Yeah. That'd be... Bad. You're breaking up, Doc. What? What? You're breaking up. Am I? Yes. What did you say? That would have been sad. They give out even more tickets. <sighs> One of them things. All right. Um, we go from the Row Warriors to the Samoan SWAT team. They defeat Jim Bryant and Troy Aldridge. Doc, thoughts? Um, no. Hopper? Samoans look good, man. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. Underrated tag team during this era. In NWA. Because they are good. They are good. Believable. Hit some moves. They're vicious. 
They're t- I mean, they're look at that. Powerful, they're tough, and they're also aerial. That pile driver, I'm sorry, that DDT from the rope just that now was fucking devastating. Dude, that looked vicious. Like like look at it. He sets him up. Bam, bitch. Like literally. Here it goes again. That guy didn't know what was coming either. God, he oh my god. Spiked him like a football. All right. Uh, yeah, I thought this was good. After that, we go to the great Muda, who defeats Cruel Connection 1 and 2. They 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 book a handicap match here. So we, we see Muda get his stuff in. Doc, any thoughts? Handicap match. I kind of like that idea that they're really positioning him as a... Usually handicap matches are for much bigger guys or the, the big show, the giant, the... Vader, and I like it that he's smaller and just whipping ass. Harper, any thoughts? This is, he, he's so fucking awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. The Muda, great Muda is, is, like I say, it's hard to, it's, it, you, you see why it was hard for him to, Jesus, Harper, God. You see why he's um, you see why he, it was hard for him to remain a heel to be honest, because he's so great that you're like, yeah. damn, he does so much flashy stuff. You're like, oh my god, this guy's awesome. Look at that. But um, Muda wins with ease. Okay, uh, talk any other thoughts before I go to the next promo? No sir. I mean, no. Yes sir. I mean, no sir. I mean, what? Let's go to JYD. <laughs> Welcome back, fans. Jim Ross here with the Junkyard Dog. And if one man is certainly well-known in the city of New Orleans, in the state of Louisiana, and in the Superdome, it's the Junkyard Dog. Well, you know, tomorrow I'm going to do it, man. It's not going to be nothing about wrestling. I'm trying to tussle or do this. It's going to be a natural, natural fight. And when the people down in New Orleans know when the dogs say, I'm going to get down and fight, I'm going to get down ghetto style like I'm a knife war. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right. You know, I got my main man. Captain Nappyhead, Butch Reed, with his half fried and dying laid to the side. But right here in New Orleans tomorrow, baby, we're going to rock this house. I want to tell you something. There's a young man here that's made quite a name for himself, Ranger Ross. I know you've almost, like, taken him under your wing, so to speak, and given him encouragement. I'm going to bring him into the neighborhood, man, and try to get Ranger Ross to do the things right. I'm going to let him float in the building, so to speak, because we got a grand interest that I'm bringing to New Orleans once again to light that place right up on fire. All right, fans, the big fight tomorrow, the Junkyard Dog and Hacksaw Butch Reed, and now let's bring Ranger Ross to the ring for our next event here. JYD says he is doing it Night Ward style. What ward were you in, Mike? I grew up in the 8th. I, I'm yeah. No joke, I just didn't know. I was just yeah, asking. Okay, I thought, thought you had something slick coming behind you. No, I mean, but, it's all a ghetto, so I mean, it's just ca- counting them off. Hey, you're not going to believe me. I thought that was the best JYD's been since he's been in the Fed. It was good. Six yeah, years was, earlier. He was good there. Six years earlier in 1983, they had something with JYD and Butch Reed uh, during the summer of 1983. <laughs> April of 1989, I don't know if they got something here with this match that's happening tomorrow. But, hey, give Dog credit for cutting a good promo. Here's a preview for the Clash. It's going to go on too long. That's for damn sure. Ten matches. It was really yeah. sad watching that, watching JYD and Reed from the Clash. We'll talk about it. 
Oh. Hey, Faye, bruh. <laughs> All right. Popper, any thoughts on JYD right there? He, he sounds like he's from New Orleans. That's for damn sure. Well, they say he's from Charlotte tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, they switch it up a lot. All right. So we keep it moving. You heard right there, Jim Ross announced Ranger Ross was coming out. So uh, Ranger Ross defeats Paul Brown. That kick that Ranger Ross does is very much... The Ranger man, kick, right? The the, the, the the limp dick kick is what I call that, it. Come on. The guy's a war hero. He was a yeah, what did you, When did you ever do anything for your country? Yeah, he was just doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> what are you making it about me? I just said you, the kick is terrible. You made it about him. You called him limp dicked. I said the kick was oh. limp. Okay. He looks like your boy in a, I want to get you sucker. <laughs> Come on. You know when he wore like all the army shit? I'm going to get you sucker. <laughs> mother. Don't you say that. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie? Oh, boy. I'm going to get good. you sucker. It I'm going to get you sucker. Dude, when he got out of jail and he was walking with the fish tank shoes. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Doc, any thoughts on Ranger Ross here? Can't say that I have any. No. All right. Um, so we go to the next thing. It is uh, Paul Lee introduces Jack Victory and says he is going to be the next U.S. champion. And Luger and Victory are supposed to have a match at the Clash tomorrow. So, hey, stay tuned and check oh, out our God. Clash paper, Clash uh, special on our Patreon feed. I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to play it. Doc, any thoughts from what Paul Lee said? Well, this is going to be Jack Victory's first television, you know. First television what? You broke up again. Uh, his t- first win on TV. As Jack Victory. Yeah. Okay. This hey, did you hear Michael Hayes through that? No. What did he say? They had some kind of... They had some kind of back and forth with... JR and Hayes says he should ask Hiro Matsuda for a Benny Hanna franchise. <laughs> yeah, what's that? You don't know what Benny Hanna is, Hopper? Uh. You really don't know what that is? What? Benny Hanna. What is it? Y'all don't have Benny Hanna's in South Louisiana? No. Okay. It's basically a, a hibachi restaurant, like a chain. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I didn't catch it, Doc, but I got to be honest. Michael Hayes is wearing me out on commentary to know. He is talking way too much. He doesn't shut up, so you start tuning him out. It was worse last week because he was shooting promos as well. Yeah, he just, like, getting him. See, is it just... just me? Is it just me? Or is Jack Victory? That's not the most flattering getup you could have, dude. What kinda, the fuck is he wearing? He looks kind of <laughs> fat there, and then he's got to put on his glasses and hat or whatever to get the win. <sighs> well, like I don't know. I, I had the same note, Hopper. I don't know what the hell he's wearing. It's supposed to be a Secret Service outfit, but it looks like a goddamn flight outfit. It looks like the like 
the bad guys in like the A team. It's like something they would wear. <laughs> that too. That's, tr- that's true. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what the hell it is, man. I know it's he terrible. He looks fatter here than than he does in in the danger zone. He looks fatter here than he did in the Russian in the Russian assassin gimmick too. Yeah, what the but fuck? He had the singlet and the spandex. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. It's it's not flattering though in the least bit. Mm-mm. So that's that. Oh yeah, Paul Jones forgot about him. Was gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, Doc. Any other thoughts on this before we keep going? Mm-mm. All right. So we go immediately from that to Doc's favorite wrestler in the promotion. Let me see if I can get to it. Uh, Doc, you want to set this up? We've got Sting versus I need Mike to, Rotunda. I got a question. We got Sting versus Mike Rotunda. And I need to know, where is this? This is yeah, the stage. Oh, is it? Yes. I, I'm sorry. I should have said that. So it's crazy because this is literally the last show at center stage. But what, what the, where this match no, it's is. it's the last show at Techwood. That's what I mean. So that last, last show in the studio at Techwood. But this is actually center stage. And you can tell from the lights and the, the way the, the entrance is that they come out from. Yeah, because it. it... It's obvious it's some kind of arena, but it it looks small. Yeah, it's it's center stage, and you'll 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 notice it more like once they're in center stage every week, you'll be like, okay, yeah, that's the entrance where they all come from. So what's what's weird is it's the last show at Techwood, but it's crazy because they actually end the show with the last match being from center stage. So it's it's kind of strange when you think about it like that. But anyway, we got Sting versus Mike Rotunda. For the NWA World TV title here, and this is so Doc's Jack moment Victory. of glory. So Jack Victory won the last match. Oh, God. <laughs> Look at those curtains. In the studio. It's like they're walking out to, like, the fucking sock hop at the fucking, <laughs> in, 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 like, the fucking middle school. It's like they're walking so- to the gym, like, in the Wonder Years to go to the fucking sock hop. <laughs> Salty Harper, Doc. Ugh. We're talking Wonder Years. Can I get it, Winnie Cooper? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all need y'all need to grow up. We need why? We need Winnie Cooper to grow up so we can get some of that. Mm. She's hot. Really? She's smoking, and she's smart too. Yeah. She could, you could be banging her, and she'd be talking about like algorithms and shit. She's like, this is why they got the alphabet and math, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Y'all need to grow up and get control of yourself. I've got control of a certain part of myself right now. Or she's published papers. Yeah, she's a uh, a mathematician. Yeah. How about that? I, uh, I can't. I Mike. can't believe you know. All of a sudden, you you're worried about a woman's brain, Hopper. Usually, well, you're worried about the bunghole. Like, come on, man. Come on. Tell me oh. to lie. Show I me to lie. Double B. She's. She has beauty and brains. And a butt. And a butt. And boobs. Well, she's the 4B. <laughs> he's changing it on the fly. As he's breathing into that mic. <laughs> hey, this is All a right. big match. Okay, this match, let me tell y'all something. I liked it being here instead of the studio, and I'm going to tell you why. There's more people. They're really into it. Um, Sting does a dive over the top rope at one point in Rotunda, 
and the crowd yeah. goes nuts. They go nuts. Just okay. the people were into this match. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know and, what? I usually don't. I usually don't like the people all around the ring, but I thought it really helped to have the Varsity Club out there, and then having Sting and Steamboat. I mean, uh, Luger and Steamboat come out of nowhere. I thought that was a nice touch. Well, yeah, because in the whole point of that was to even up the odds out there. Because the Varsity Club Can comes you... out there. What? Oh, shit. I'm missing a number here, so we're going to be guessing. Oh, no. What time stamp are you at? Mm, 102.18. Can you hit me 105.50? Let's see if it'll do it, because this thing loves getting stuck when you advance. 105.50? All right, 105.40 right here. What are we looking for? I don't know. I said, what the fuck? So we'll see what it is. Yeah, that. Oh, no. I was missing missing a number. I shouldn't be writing these notes down when I'm drunk. Hey, is this the right there? That was it. That was it. (laughs) Rotunda went for a leg drop. Watch it. Here it comes. Rotunda goes for a leg drop on Sting and Sting and gets caught with Sting moving, but he still lands on him. Yeah, there and you he go. Pick, he picks Sting up and goes for another move. So what you were saying was the Varsity Club, they're out there, but Luger comes out as well to kind of like, you know, help out the eye. And Steamboat. To make sure. Steamboat too. Luger and Steamboat come out to be like, nah, y'all not going to get involved in this. We got okay. this. Um, is this the first time we've seen Nick Patrick? I think I was so. thinking the same thing. I think so. Look at that. Look at that move. That's a the big crowd move. went nuts. That's a, yeah. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Outside of Ric Flair, and we've talked about that, who is better to wrestle with a green sting than Mike Rotunda? And my answer is no one. Um, well, I don't know if we've seen it, but I'd say Sullivan would be fine. Yes, yeah, Sullivan. Or, but I mean, uh, but Rotunda's going to have that real technical amateur sort of teaching him that kind of stuff. Sullivan, who we love, and I love Sullivan more than I love Rotunda, but Sullivan is more the chops and punches He's going to get to experience getting put in holds here. I say Rotunda's the, probably other than Rick, is the best opponent he could have in 1989 for his development. Uh, Would you also consider Arn into that? I know Arn's not here at this moment. Yeah, but, but he's not here, though. He's not here. I'm saying right now, in the promotion of, oh. a, of current roster, I think well, Pat- I think if they'd have paired him up with Rotunda for longer than even this, but this is good for him. Yeah, this is good for Sting because they have a good match. To be honest with you, there was this that is a good. This up. is a good match, and the problem is Sting is capable of having a good match in '89 with the right opponent. You say that about a lot of guys, though, Doc. Yeah, but Sting's the guy we're trying to put the rocket ship on. I'm just saying you can you can make that statement about a lot of guys. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a reason why Rick is special for saying he can have a three star with a mop. I get it. Yeah. It's very true. But 
Yeah, no, no. This this is a good match, man. They, I mean, look, they're working this hammer lock, and it's over overhead um lock. In I think, there. man, I've gotten a far bigger like renewed appreciation for Mike Rotunda than I ever had watching this Varsity Club run. You agree, Hopper? Yes, but it's going to come to an end. Well, everything ends. Yeah, it, but 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 it's a horrible end. Oh, wow. Ca- Captain a, Mike. Right. Sea <laughs> Captain, because that is so much better. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who, who fucking sits him down and be like, okay, Mike, uh, you know, you're doing really great here. We're glad you're here, but, you know, we're going to change the gimmick up. We're going to make you a sailor. You I can't be a sailor. Why? I can't swim. Why? I wasn't in the Navy, but no, but I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to they're gonna come out dressed like the Cracker Jack kid, and it's going to be fucking great. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I took a few accounting classes in college. Could I be an accountant? <laughs> yeah. No, we want you to be a sea captain. I major in psychology at, at Delgado. Can I be like a therapist? Nah. Keep You're in mind. This is the same company that brings out the ding-dongs in just a short couple of months. Uh, we'll, we'll deal with that when we get there. Isn't that yeah, fucking so. crazy? They got a bona fide yeah. fucking wrestler at a wrestling promotion. And like, no, we, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what we want. Yeah. So we go back to this match. And these two are going after it. And this oh, is yeah. fantastic stuff. Um. So the way the finish starts to go down, Sting Sting gets Rotunda in the Scorpion Deathlock, but Sullivan gets in the ring and hits Sting while the ref is distracted. But Sting gets his foot on the rope when they go for the three count. Rotunda gets a couple of other false finishes in on Sting, but the crowd, I'm telling you, they are electric. And Sting simply won't stay down. You can see him if you're watching the video version, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Every time there's a two count and he kicks out, the fans are up. I mean, it is loud in in center stage. And center stage doesn't hold that many people, but it's it's freaking loud. It's electric in there. Eventually, uh, out of nowhere, Sting catches Rotunda coming off the top rope and rolls up Rotunda, and Sting wins the NWA World TV title. New... TV champion, man called Sting, Doc, I know you love this. He finally got a title. Finally got a title. You thought he was going to get one right away, but I told you it was going to take a while. We got Sting. He's our champion. What do you think? He's your champion. I'm still following Mike Rotunda. Really? Yeah. He's not not my president. Nope. Um, here it comes. He's going to go for the Scorpion Deathlock. I thought this was great, man. This is one of my favorite matches in a while on TV. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And it was important for Sting to get something going there. He needed that. He had been kind of wandering around with Butch Reed and shit for a while. So this is good for him. Yeah. He's just been farting around a lot. Right. So this is, this has been needed. Yeah. Watch right here when he gets he go one, two, when he gets his foot on the rope. You yeah. can't hear it, but the crowd goes nuts when, when that happened, and they really go nuts when he wins. But I don't know, man. Like 
Hey, man, dumbasses everywhere like Sting. <laughs> Come on. What? Even his you face fake came off during his match. You said you it yourself, it. Harper. He's not who you thought he was when you were... Yeah, I know. Ten. Yeah. Yeah, but Doc, one thing you can't deny is the people loved him. That's yeah. great. This is this is the beginning. Of yeah, him being that fucking top guy. Sure. Doc, you can't deny the people loved him. Can't deny me. Why loved would you him. Want to? You need me. Here comes you a like pin J- in a second. You like Jay Z? Yeah. Why? He's all right. Everybody likes Halina. Here it is. One, two, three. Sheik wins. My friend Sting, he went tighter. He banged all the rats tonight. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Sheik. He Look, they're carrying Sting out. <laughs> carrying. You know, I just realized he's got the bag of money. I wonder if he won the 10000 too. He I did. They said that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Forgot about that. They said that yeah. in the match, that the, the money was there. No, I'm, what I'm saying is I didn't I didn't when I was taking my notes I didn't realize because it happens so quick when he when they carry him off he's got the money in his left hand. I I'll always even, I get notice. the money, dog. Oh yeah, it's all about the money. Doc, any thoughts though? Sting wins and all of our fans out there that are listening. I'm not gonna to shit on it like us? you think I would. He needed a belt at this point. I, I'm I'm perfectly comfortable with what happened. I think it's the right move uh, if you're gonna you know call this from hindsight and i i'm good with it man five star match from sting that's what you said no, right? no no yeah hold yeah, on yeah like yeah. minus two stars no five stars okay five stars yep sting wins five stars sting all right the straight. title on on rotunda and just put the uh the southwestern states title on sting yeah where's the bisco with that belt <laughs> yeah <laughs> we had garbage alone he took that shit to the awa and threw it in a trash can probably all right, so if if you ever asked in some trivia, who was the last match at the studio that aired on TV? It would be Jack Victory got that Vic, got that win. So there you go. There there's some there's some trivia no one's ever going to ask you about. He beat Don Sanders. Jack Victory wins. And then the actual last match on the show that had the stuff from the studio doesn't even take place in the studio. It happens at center stage, and that's when Sting becomes champion. NWA TV title, but the very last promo from the studio, mm. they leave it to the man that it should be, and that mm. is Ric Flair, and let's go to him right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here. I know you know Mr. Matt Sita, Michael. Very well. Yeah, Benny Hunter franchise and all. Ladies and gentlemen, two out of three falls tomorrow. History could be made in the Superdome tomorrow right here on the Superstation live on TBS. Well, Mr. Ross, Michael Hayes and I have not always seen eye to eye, but I'm sure Big Mike will tell you that tomorrow in New Orleans, when Ric Flair walks that aisle to recapture the one and only world's heavyweight wrestling championship, he will be on a course action that he will take Nothing but a positive yes for. In other words, Ric Flair, Slick Rick, Woo! Space Mountain is going for number 
six. You got it? Six times. I'm going to be the best in the world. And for anybody out there watching television right now, if you want to see the two best athletes in the world compete for the most coveted trophy in all of professional sports, you tune in the Rage and Cajun because we're talking about the World Heavyweight Wrestling Championship. And I don't care what you read or what you might think, there's only one. And tomorrow, Rick Flair is going to put it around his waist for the sixth time if it takes 60 minutes to do it. Think about it. Woo! The National Wrestling Alliance, the Raging Cajun, be there. All right, fans, from the Nature Boy. It'll happen live here on Superstation TBS, two out of three falls. This thing gets on my nerves. I mean, you talk about obnoxious. What do you mean obnoxious? Obnoxious. I just heard, you know, he had his hands in the trunks. Now he said he's going to put the title on the line tomorrow. It's the Raging Cajun. So we're going to have four championship four matches championship tomorrow. Four championship matches. Fans, tomorrow, ten great matches in all. Four championships will be decided. 3.30 Eastern Time, live here on the Superstation. For Michael P.S. Hayes, I'm Jim Ross, and we'll see you tomorrow at 3.30 Eastern from the Superdome, live on the Superstation. Hayes is wearing me out, Liz. He's posing, showing his nipple to the TBS mm. crowd. Just, God darn, just... Oh. But Ric Flair closes out the studio show in style, as only he can, trying to talk him into the building. Doc, what'd you think? Okay, he went and got a white claw. Harper, your thoughts? I guess they're trying to get trying to get Flair to talk him into the building. Gee, what a novel concept this late in the game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like fucking what? Fourteen hours until it starts. Dude, you know how much money they fucking had to lose on this? A lot. Just to rent out the building. For the travel. Oh, God. Rent out the bill. I don't know what the Superdome costs now to rent out for a night. I can't imagine. Let's rent it out. I mean, shit, they got to be. <laughs> right now, it's got to be cheaper than it'll ever be again. Yeah. Let's just. Uh, the three of us rent it out and sit 60 yards from each other and drink beer. Here's a here's a teaser. <laughs> here's a teaser as we, we tease, you know, the clash. Sign up, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. That's how you can become a patron. You can get all the clashes there. You can get all the pay-per-views we've done, plus over 200 other episodes. I think we're above 300 now on the Patreon feed that you can get. But seriously, the, here, here, here's, a, um, here's a teaser about how bad the, the audience was. They... The lights are turned mm. down so dark in the I building. I got a lot of notes night. about that, pal. Okay, so there you go. We'll talk about that, too, along with the attendance and everything else. We might talk more about the lack of attendance than we will some of the matches. I don't know. But I got a lot of notes so far. I mean, I'm watching this thing. You know, we got to watch these things in chunks when you got kids. Yeah. But uh, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. I love wrestling, though. I just I don't that. know what made them think they were going to get more than... 10,000 people in there. Well, when George Scott messes it up, I could, I could see, well, see Harper. I don't know if they wanted, I don't know if I think, 
you know, they were targeting like 20,000 or so. And at the time, at the time, Harper, you got to remember, at the time in New Orleans, there was no New Orleans Arena or Smoothie King Center. The only options you had was the Lakefront Arena or the Municipal. So I'm in their mind, they're probably thinking, well, we're we can get 20 in fun. there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. What made them think they were going to get more This than is a class discussion because I actually have this as a discussion question for the group on this. So hold it. Okay. Hold, hold your fire. All right. Well, we'll talk about it then. Okay. So that's how they go off air. Ric Flair, you know, doing his thing and um, good stuff, you know, trying to talk him into the building. With all that said, we got to rate this thing. We got to hand out some Rolexes. Before we do so, I want to remind everyone I talked about becoming a Patreon member, so please consider becoming one and get access to all those shows, including the class that we're about to do. But also consider uh, or use our Amazon referral link. It's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, please use that link each and every time you shop on Amazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, boyfriends, whatever you got in your life. Hell, family members too. Give it to the family members. Your mom, your dad, anyone, cousins, aunts, uncles, all that stuff. Say, hey, look, there's this podcast. It's a small time organization, but they do great work. Give them the link, tinyurl.com hey, hey. slash BTT Amazon. This is a great way to support an independent black-owned business. That's right, man. Oh, yeah, that's true. Harper's already right, getting excited. Harper's already getting excited. That's nice. You, y'all are black-owned hey. and operated, bitches. The yeah, gangsters yeah. are... The gangsters are... What does this say? What did he say? What did New Jack say? The gangsters are black owned and black operated. I got a college education and a criminal record. Criminal record. record. That's right. That's Mike. There we go. So, no, I do not have a criminal hey, and record. If you, and if you give it to your mom, just grab that old spunk bag by the hand and show her how to use it because old people can't do anything right. A spunk. Whoa, wow. <laughs> say a spunk bag? Yeah, she's just a fucking. Vessel a bag of spunk. Just filled up with cum. I seek. Uh, what is spunk bag, Doc? What do you talk about? It's you talk like about the... your own mother like that. No, no you should no. not. Look, I <laughs> see you in your Speedo last week. You look like little Dick McCoy with Speedo on, okay? Now, shut up. Let's do rating. Uh, Mr. Mike, get back to show. Okay, Sheik just does run-ins. All right, uh, Doc, what were you saying? Are we going to rate this? What are we doing? Yeah, let's rate it, man. I love rating things. You're get, Last you get an show app. in the studio, A+. Plus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's an A. Y'all are both marks. I mean, you, you had that great tag team match. You had yep. Sting won the what TV are you really title. giving it, Mike? Come on, be serious. I'll give it an A. I really will. I mean, you had a there was a good a good long tag match in there. You had the the match with Sting. I mean, you got to give that credit. That was a hell of a match with him. I just I thought it was an overall really really solid show. So I'm gonna give it an A. I mean, Sting wins the NWA TV title. Don't get me wrong, promos weren't all that great. I mean, you didn't have a ton of your smack talk. Road Warriors. Hawk did a really good job in his though. The Danger Zone was solid finally. You know, Bob Orton was in there. I, I'm giving it an A. The long tag match, uh, U.S. tag titles, it gets an A. I mean, it was a good show. All right. 
What are you giving it? Um, I thought it was a good show too. Actually, I'm I'm gonna say uh, B plus. Okay, you just gotta be a curmudgeon, don't you? Yeah, a curmudgeon. A curmudgeon. Do you know what a curmudgeon? You know what a curmudgeon is, Harper? What? I know that Grace King education ain't the greatest. That's why I gotta ask. <laughs> See, he likes to make fun of me in my twenty-year degree. Come on, him back. <laughs> Spell it out, Harper. Put it a in your Google. <laughs> Did it start with a C or K? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you listen to the end of the show because there's gold this deep. Starts you got to dig C. deep if you want the gold. Upper here. I'm going to spell it for you, okay? You ready? Uh-huh-C-U-R-M-U-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D
Man, it's been another blessed evening. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I'm done, man. I'm out. This show, this show was airtight, brother. Hopper, anything from you? What's that? Huh? He's, he's still looking up much. Jesus Christ. Hopper, any, a, any... A bad-tempered person, especially an old one. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take him to look that up? <laughs> I kept trying to spell it, and like... Cambodia kept coming up. Come on. <laughs> All right, Hopper. You got anything else, sir? Are you ready to go? Let's just roll. Fuck. All right, man. Hit the tagline. Book it, bitch.